I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. My name is Sophie. At Bingo Daddy on Twitter. I almost forgot to say that part. I'm sorry. <laughs> My name is Eva No Money No Honey on Twitter and Instagram. Please follow me on Instagram if you don't already, because it's starting to be really embarrassing how many more followers I have on Twitter than Instagram. And I want people to remember that I'm mostly hot and a little bit funny. And you have good stories too. You post good memes on your Instagram. Thank you. So I appreciate it's worth that. It. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? <clears throat> I'm well. I am having a good weekend. How are good. you? Me too. I'm good. No, not a lot has really happened since no. the last time we recorded. No. For our bonus episode, yeah. We just recorded, so I haven't had that much going on. My little brothers were hanging out in my living room today playing video games, which always warms my heart when I come home and I hear one of them say, shit, I just missed the booster. And the other one is like, yeah, because you're a huge fucking pussy. <laughs> I came home and my little brother that I live with obviously was there, but my other little brother was there too. And I was like, hey, Gigi, I didn't know you were here because your truck isn't outside. And he was like, yeah, my girlfriend took the truck today. And I was like, cool. That's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> it was like my my girlfriend took my truck to like go do arts and crafts with her friends. They're painting ladders that you can like put plants on i don't know she seems happy <laughs> oh my god painting ladders <laughs> that you can put, put plants, plants on, on. <laughs> a shelf <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh dude i have the funniest story for you okay so i was at um like you know the like dominion like tavern yeah, next yeah. to the strip club in the market yeah, the Dom. Yeah, the Dom, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was there on Friday, and this, it was only like 11, and this dude came over, and he was so drunk, and he was like, yo, yo, show me your tattoo. And I was like, what? He's like, your tattoo, let me see it. And I was like, what tattoo? Because mm-hmm. I don't have any visible tattoos. Yeah. And he was like, the one on your wrist. Mm-hmm. And he pointed at my wrist, and I looked down, and I was like, my 19 plus stamp. <laughs> Damn. And he was like, oh. <laughs> What's up? My name's Jess. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> I was like, the one they give you places when they check your ID. <laughs> um, ain't up. <laughs> when I walk into a venue that's like adults only, I'm like, yeah, ain't my whole body. <laughs> that's so funny i love the dom yeah it was good i was like dude i love walking into an establishment that's like it's every time i go there it's like older like middle-aged lesbians who look like hardened by life Mm -hmm. and like men who are unironically only wearing clothing from like the army surplus store yeah and usually like a poly like triad or quad of like 20 year olds who think it's cool to hang out at the top and like four guys who rock climb yeah that's a big one <laughs> the dominion tavern is to rock climbers as hooli's wing night is to engineers mm-hmm. in that 
I don't want to go to either of those places when because they're, they're full of fucking loser nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just kidding. I love the Dom because it's like, I don't want to go to a pool hall that's like clean. Yeah. You know, like if the bath, if I'm not afraid to use the bathroom, I'm afraid to use the bathroom at the Dom. But other than that, I feel fairly safe there. Oh, it's, I'm not saying it has to be unsafe. I'm just saying it, it, I hate the cue and cushion. So I was playing pool on Saturday. You play, did you play pool when you were at the Dom? Mm-mm. No, okay. I got there too late. All the tables were like, yeah, but so I played pool at the cute cushion last night, and I hate I, that's where I always end up going now. Yeah, but I hate Q I hate cushion. it because it's not dimly lit. I it's, even like McLaren's better than there. Definitely, yeah. It looks like an actual pool hall. Yeah, the orange monkey is really good on yeah. Scott Street. Really good. Yeah, local heads. If you have opinions about pool holes, let us know. <laughs> the broken queue in Canada is objectively not great. On Hazeldean? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Beside Twinstat Sports. Yeah. <laughs> and formerly Dominic's music. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, I went there with my friend who's like, he's not my friend anymore, but he's like married and he used to be my drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> He, like, got my ex-boyfriend a job doing, like, home renovations. Dope. <laughs> Big playing pool in Canada energy. Yeah. <laughs> he used to mail me weed oil when I lived in Halifax. Nice. Yeah. What's up, Mike? <laughs> um, anyways, I just want to let all the men out there know that if you're looking for an in to talk to a girl at a table, don't tell her butch friend to show you her tattoos that's actually just a stamp yeah <laughs> yeah i'm glad What's you that? like my tattoo yeah dope <laughs> i also always hate it when it's obvious that someone's intention is to approach me and they talk to like either yeah like my butch friend or like uh, the man that i'm at the table with it's or so whatever annoying. because it's like oh do you think that this person is like my legal chaperone or something. Yeah. You can't just come try like, to talk to me so I can tell you to get fucked. You have to leave it up to my friend. To tell, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you think anyone's going to give you their real name? No. Never. <laughs> my bar name is Allison, usually. What? Sometimes it's Evangel. Allison. Yeah. Yeah. I usually go with like Sam. That's good. Because it's the only thing. It's like the same first letter as my name. So it yeah. gives me a chance to like be like, wait, mm-hmm. fake name. I also just try to go with something boring. Because mm-hmm. the thing I hate about telling people my real name they also is that. Yeah. It's a talking point. I told someone my name at Starbucks today and he was like, Evelyn. And I was like, okay, go away. <laughs> Please yeah. do not. That's real. Yeah. I don't know. Good weekend. Yeah. I went hiking. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Very long drive. A and W though, which was what'd you get? A highlight. Chicken fingers and onion rings. Nice. And a bit diet root beer. Ooh, so good. But the paper straw really fucks me up. Yeah. It. You need to. We need to get in the habit of getting extra straws. Yes. Right. I think that would be a lot more. It'd be a lot less annoying. I. It almost is like. The shitty environmentalism of 
paper straws is almost making me do good environmentalism by like bringing a reusable straw <laughs> yeah. along with me or something because I just fucking hate paper straws so much. I honestly am going to miss drinking out of like two tiny plastic straws. <sighs> it feels so good. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes. know why. <laughs> when you have like a soda and lime or and something. And it's like two tiny straws. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it hits different. <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had to go to work on Saturday, but I'd only gotten three hours of sleep. Mm. And then there was a guy in the kitchen cooking trout at seven in the morning. <laughs> and I almost quit. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, we weren't friends when I was at war with the person in my office who was microwaving fish. Mm-mm. <laughs> But I was leaving increasingly more and more aggressive notes on the microwave about not microwaving fish. And people were ignoring them. And then my coworker, Ryan, was like, let's approach this logically and draft an official, quote unquote, official memo that says that some people have shellfish allergies or whatever. And I was like, no, I want to name and shame. I harassed the poor girl that whose dust was beside the microwave so much. I was like, Laura, she was really shy. You were like, who is it? I was like, Laura, who the fuck comes here and microwaves fish every day between about 1145 <laughs> and 1215? <laughs> Did she know? I think she knew, but she refused to tell me. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Was that when you did the bit about um, be sensitive in the workplace? Things that make it hard for me are people microwaving fish. Yeah. Yeah. I also bullied my coworker by just putting his name on that forum and tacking it up outside my house. <laughs> Is it the guy you were friends with? No. Oh, it was someone you didn't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But he, like, thought we were friends. He was like, remember when I first started working here and one time I corrected your French and you told me to never fucking correct oh, you guy. again? Yeah, and he was like, that was so funny. I thought you were so scary. I was like, I don't like you. And he laughed. He and was never like, correct I, me. Yeah, and he was like, I love when we joke. <laughs> I was like, never fucking talk to me. You told me about that. That was so rude. Enzo. Enzo. Emmerich. I worked with Are a, those real names? Yes. I know. He's Italian. Emmerich Zanetto. Okay. <laughs> Never fucking correct my French. <laughs> Never fucking correct my French. <laughs> He's literally a language instructor. I was like, you know I'm shy about speaking French. Never fucking correct But I was communicating my point. I was like, I don't need you to correct my grammar. Well, you were also actively speaking to someone. It's not really appropriate. I was on the phone and he popped his head over the cubicle to correct my friend. That's not really appropriate. No. Idiot. All right. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about stuff. Mm -hmm. So Jimmy John of Jimmy John's restaurant fame, famous sub chain in the United States. I think it's okay. I sense that it's like Subway, but fancier. I th- yeah, I think it's kind of like Quiznos, maybe. Yeah, it's the American yeah. Quiznos. Yeah. Do we have Quiznos still? There's one in Centrum next to the other Dairy Queen. Okay. You know the Dairy Queen that's like in the Signature Center? Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. a Quiznos there. Next okay. To it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it's a Thai Express now. Maybe we don't have Quiznos anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you ever been to Firehouse Subs? No. You can put on a fireman suit while you eat a sub sandwich. What? <laughs> 
don't Apparently like it's a chain. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, so it's like a dormay sub restaurant, whatever. You guys all know this. Pictures of him trophy hunting and elephant have resurfaced on Twitter again. Again. So people are calling to boycott the gourmet sub restaurant, yes. Jimmy John's. Thoughts? Well, I don't really think sub sandwich places should be legal. <laughs> what? Why? It's disgusting. You don't like sub sandwiches? I'm kidding. I know you love Subway. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> But I think Subway should be the only sandwich chain. I think it's superior. Okay. I think that there is room for... Okay. There, there is a sandwich for every occasion. Oh, no. <laughs> My frozen pizza's done. Okay. That's a good lemur. <laughs> so you were saying there's a sandwich for every occasion? Yeah. So, like, Subway is, like, a twitch and dirty. Okay. Sometimes you need that. Yeah. Sometimes you need, like, a real, like, Italian deli sandwich. Yeah. You know, with, like, spicy eggplant and, like, three types of greasy, spicy meat. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Good cheese, yeah. Yeah, like, Natastro's or Frank's yes. catering or yeah. Sabito sandwiches or some shit like that. And then sometimes you need something that's, like, neither of those things and it's kind of more gourmet. And I imagine that that's an itch that Jimmy John's might scratch or, like, a panini or something. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about people boycotting them? I think that it's really stupid. Okay. Because the hunting photo, regardless of whether or not it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's from 1983. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It keeps resurfacing. The first time it apparently resurfaced on Twitter was in April... 2017 yeah and just every few months people up. dried it up and call for a boycott this time it's serious i guess because larger accounts have seen it have seen it and put it on blast but i think you're living in a dream world if you think that the founder and ceo of any large corporation is a good person who hasn't done fuck shit mm-hmm. it's just that there happens to be a photo well, of jimmy john doing it do we know if he still trophy hunts? Like, it's obviously not right, but it happened, like, over 30 years ago. I don't... You know? I, he did admit to, uh, like, hunting and fishing and still not trophy hunting. hunting. yeah. He did say he still hunts and fishes, but he either eats the animal or someone who is, like, part of his party eats it. Okay. I don't... You know what? I don't fucking care. It's not that I don't think that trophy hunting is wrong. Yeah. I obviously do. I just think you'd be really hard-pressed to find someone as rich as Jimmy John who hasn't done something as bad as trophy hunting, if not far worse. Yeah. You know? Well, the what are the other striking. options if you're gonna if you're gonna, not going to do Jimmy John's, right? Subway? Okay. Jared from Subway. <laughs> like, what, like, what are the options, right? Yeah, exactly. I love that every fast food John is canceled like papa, papa john John's, famous n word sayer yeah jimmy john famous tro- elephant shooter trophy hunter and the talk is clicking for lawn john silver okay so <laughs> he doesn't sustainably fish <laughs> <laughs> where's the we- fish from the ocean i don't know <laughs> we know you've been catching dolphins in those nets motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that r- reminds me 
so friend of the pod alice howard Mm -hmm. works at lush Mm -hmm. and they were watching a documentary about shark poaching Mm -hmm. and apparently like sometimes deep sea fishers will catch sharks by accident right Mm -hmm. but you can't throw them back Mm -hmm. so they sell them to tuna companies like low-end tuna Mm -hmm. yeah that's distressing like canned tuna good thing i don't eat it good yeah i'm never eating it again no I eat, the it's tu- horrifying. I eat the tuna that's canned in olive oil. Yeah. Which is delicious. Mm-hmm. But it's real. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, like the expensive tuna's fine. Yeah. But the like really low end stuff is like, mm-hmm. apparently they put shark in it. Yuck. Yeah. That's so bad. It's really disturbing. I think that it's kind of stupid the way that internet cycles work. Yeah. You know, it's like every time someone gets canceled. It never ends. It's... Yeah, and it's like people keep trying, and if people have the materials, or sometimes not even the materials, but if they have the will, yeah, to come for somebody online, they'll keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it until it sticks. Yeah, you know, like this. This is a pattern that you see even on a super local sm- micro scale. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. I'm not saying that we should feel bad for Jimmy John. I don't really give a fuck. I just think that. It's just stupid. Boycotting and voting with your dollar is objectively is not going to cause any business on the scale of Jimmy John's to fail. Yeah. So why don't you focus your energy on things like conserving elephants mm-hmm. than worrying about whether or not he killed an elephant in 1983? 1983. Yeah. Why don't you put your time and energy and if you you want to vote with your dollar? And you want to not give that money to Jimmy John's? Why don't you give that money to, to people who are working with elephants? Yeah. Every time you crave Jimmy John's, mm-hmm. give $5 to an elephant sanctuary. Definitely. Negative reinforcement. Like, I just don't know how... Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, how often do people eat Jimmy John's? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, even you and I eat Subway fairly frequently. Yeah, I probably eat Subway really twice a month. But it's really not going to make such a big dent in my life. You know what I mean? Like, if I had to stop eating Subway for some reason, yeah. it really wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, I'd kill myself before I switched to extreme pita. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it doesn't seem that... I hate when people boycott restaurants. Like the Chick-fil-A thing. The Chick-fil-A thing is silly. Yeah. Because it's just virtue signaling. Yeah, it's like, okay, I don't care if you eat at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, they- Eat they, there or don't eat there. They talked like, about this on Dumb and Awful, but about how people were boycotting Equinox, like the yeah. fancy gym in the States, mm-hmm. because the founder of Equinox hosted a Trump fundraiser. Yeah. And Brett's take was that he was like happy that- woke liberals who never think about politics at all were kind of inconveniencing themselves for anything even a little bit at all yeah but ultimately like this type of activism doesn't really matter because you can not eat at chick-fil-a your way out of being a homophobe all you want what are you actually doing for LGBTQ people? Yeah. What, you know, you cannot eat Jimmy John's all you want because of a photo from 1983. But 
are you doing anything to promote the conservation of elephants? Well, it's or like- are you just virtue signaling <laughs> online being like, I can't believe anyone could eat a sandwich from the disgusting elephant killing sandwich man. <laughs> like okay let's say like what what's the goal there right you're boycotting mm-hmm. jimmy john's mm-hmm. because because of this franchise he has enough money to be able to do to kill elephants whatever right mm-hmm. he's already rich that's not going to change mm-hmm. let's say your ultimate goal of what shutting down jimmy john's is successful mm-hmm. cool how many people are you putting out of a job mm-hmm. like and he's still rich. It doesn't matter. He's still rich. And even if he's not hunting elephants, which again, like we don't know if he's done in There's the no last way to know. <laughs> 26 years. Um, how do we... 26 years? 36 mm-hmm. years? How many other people can afford to do this? Because guess what? Governments in developing nations that have things like exotic wildlife are going to continue to allow a certain amount of exotic animals to be shot and trophy hunted every year, regardless of what you do with your fucking $6.99 sub money. <laughs> yeah, it's like, obviously that's a big boost to people's economies, right? Like, like any sort of, obviously it's not permitted, but if people are going into those countries to trophy hunt mm-hmm. and they're spending any amount of time there mm-hmm. and spending money, that's good yeah the country's economy yeah it's like i mean if they i still think that the practice is disgusting but i mean if they cap it i don't i don't think it should be allowed but it's not that it's permitted no it's that people with money are exempt from laws and regulations i think it is (laughs) i think it is legal in like the majority of those countries yeah the countries where you can do it i'm not i'm not sure no, but I mean, regardless, people would still find ways to do it, even if it, it doesn't matter illegal. if it's legal or not. No, it's like fucking kids. Rich people can do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't advocate for it. I'm just saying they're gonna do it whether we like it or not. <laughs> no, but it's like yeah, spend your time reacting to something in a positive way, right? So like, donating money to animal conservation, whatever, raising awareness instead of boycotting a sandwich place for a month but it's (laughs) yeah but it's like part of this larger internet disease which is that like no one's activism is about working towards what they consider to be a worthy cause yeah it's about being performatively outraged online yeah i and for what i heard a take it's Mm -hmm. not an original thought at all that um socialist revolution and like the end of capitalism can't happen under social media really yeah because because we people will never actually do anything mm-hmm. if they can just create the appearance of be of like protesting basically right so armchair activism assuages people's guilt enough that they will never have the drive to actually participate in revolution. Exactly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a cool take. Yeah, it was interesting. I have to think about it more. Can you guys hear the gears turning in my brain? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, but I mean, it was interesting. 
That is interesting. Yeah, fuck it. Jimmy, <laughs> you know what, Jimmy John? You're canceled because you don't have restaurants in Canada. And I love some sandwiches. I would like to try one. Yeah, how am I supposed to know if I hate the sandwich enough to boycott it unless you have a <laughs> restaurant here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never had Chick-fil-A either. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Did I ever wow. tell you my Chick-fil-A story? No. So do you remember when Chick-fil-A got canceled for being homophobic? It was probably like six years ago now. Okay. So my cousin lives in the US, right? Mm-hmm. So she was like at work and her husband, he was home all day. He was doing some sort of home renovation. So he'd just been like at home, like listening to the radio. And it was the day that the news story broke about Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And like all day he was listening to this and being like, oh my God, that's so horrible. Like, fuck that. Like we need to, we're never going to Chick-fil-A again. My cousin comes home and she goes, look what I got for dinner. And she has two bags of Chick-fil-A. And he was like, ah! she, she, she'd been at work. Mm-hmm. And did they eat it? Yes. Of course. <laughs> of course. Because what are you going to do? Throw it out. You know, it's kind of... It's, it's kind a of great like, example of... Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the, the logic of, you know, like, freedonism. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you, you didn't personally give your money to homophobia, you couldn't still enjoy your delicious fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Guilt-free, baby. It's like those dumpster dive people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This guy that I know one time uh, got 12 loaves of bread from Pete's Gluten-Free Bakery in Ottawa Mm. because they were going to go bad, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't Mm gluten-free. So he contacted the girl that I was dating at the time because she was Mm gluten-free and he had been dating her when her and I started dating. So there was overlap. So he hated me and he was like, Hey, I don't want to talk to you, but I have all these loaves of gluten-free bread that I don't want. You guys can have them if you really want. like thanks Sydney (laughs) (laughs) with a name like Sydney he sounds like he would have been gluten free he had a nose piercing okay that's queer because he wanted to connect more with his feminine side (laughs) I realized the other day (laughs) regrettably that one of the cornerstones of my type is people who had a lot of piercings but have since felt the need to grow up and take them out but still have all the stars yeah like like eyebrow piercing the last person that i dated had like a star from a lip piercing a nose piercing and an eyebrow ring nice and the person i'm currently dating has stars on both sides of his nose yeah and like three lip piercing yeah stars. it's sick <laughs> All of my coworkers at my old job had lip piercing scars. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I never had anything pierced except for like my nostrils and my tits. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I never oh. went through with my eyebrow piercing that and I wanted. And his ears are stretched. Yeah. Well, and that's just, not going to change. <laughs> no. So were Travis's, but he had them sewn up. Yeah. Yeah. He had to, though. <laughs> well, he's a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cases not a good look <laughs> shall we move on from canceled sandwiches yeah so let's talk about i guess rex murphy mm-hmm. so rex murphy is kind of an opinion leader i guess in canadian political yeah he's a political commentator journalism yeah, yeah. he's a commentator he's you know king of the op-ed yeah he's from newfoundland actually mm-hmm. same as me but <laughs> he's like pretty conservative yeah and he's old. He's old, yeah. He's got really grumpy eyebrows. 
Um, he needs to trim them. They're so grumpy. <laughs> he kind of looks like my grandpa. Really? Yeah. That's funny. He published an opinion piece about how in the first debate for the upcoming federal election, mm-hmm. all five of the mediators will be women and why he thinks that that's a problem. Yeah. This is for the English debate. Yes. Just to, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that matters. Not to me, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because it's not widespread across. They don't have five French Canadian (laughs) women? No. They definitely don't. Hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, he published a piece about in the the National, what was it? The National Post. Yeah, National Post, about how he thinks it's wrong to have five female moderators. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He used a lot of coded language. And was like, is it true that like these five female mediators are the only people who could possibly have the dare I say, quote unquote, empathy for the first male feminist leader, Justin Trudeau? My favorite thing that he said was liberal with a soft L. That's interesting because we talked about this in the bonus episode, but post media was really dedicated to calling themselves small c conservatives yes so it's like there's a lot of kind of discourse surrounding the values of certain political parties versus marking things as characteristic of the parties themselves yes that's true i thought it was interesting to read actually i mean just because there is an interesting debate about the value of like essentially virtue signaling right like it was like when justin trudeau said that 50 percent of his caucus was going to be women i think that rutz murphy is right i do too yeah (laughs) (laughs) because it's like i mean i know that it's almost impossible to determine who's really qualified for anything and that there's always going to be a reason to do essentially like equal opportunity not equal opportunity hiring what's that called um Affirmative action. Affirmative action, essentially, because there's always inherent biases that are going to make you pick someone over Mm -hmm. another person. But yeah, I just, I kind of agree. I agree that I think that it's, it's transparent and very cynical to make all of the mediators women. Yeah. I think that it is not adequate reparations for the fact that historically women have not had access to important roles in journalism or in things like political mediation. It's just, it's, it's meaningless. <laughs> it, and it looks bad. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it is virtue signaling. You know, here's my problem with affirmative action. And I will come out and say I have benefited from it historically mm-hmm. i have never wanted to mm-hmm. but of course i have i think that affirmative action is negative and a step backwards to achieving if we ever can what would be a true meritocracy because i think that it builds resentment from people within groups that think that they're losing right jobs mm-hmm. or spots mm-hmm. And I think that it also forces the people who are being slotted in because they tick a certain bots to wonder if they actually deserve their spot and their role 
or if they are only there because of something about their identity that they have no control over. Right. It's, I think it fuels both resentment in the kind of the hegemonic like group. feelings of inadequacy. Exactly. Imposter syndrome in the people who get the spots because of the affirmative action. And possibly targets people for harassment. Definitely. If other people feel like they've been passed up for an opportunity because of someone else's identity and not because of their merit or mm-hmm. value. I think that the appropriate step forward is to have well-rounded selection committees right and just try to hire the most qualified people for the job and i would be extraordinarily surprised if some of those people weren't women and people of color yeah of course (laughs) of course you know what you know what i mean it's not like the choice is between promoting the voices of women and people of color and hiring the most competent yeah, candidates there's not a, you can do both yeah that's not the it's not a dichotomy <laughs> right no <laughs> have you heard the like about the study that they did about biased hiring practices with the symphony orchestra no i think it was the philadelphia symphony orchestra they did a study where so when they um they noticed that there was like way 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 more men being hired for the orchestra so th- mm-hmm. when they did auditions what they did was they had all of the judges blindfolded Mm -hmm. and they forced them to pick just based on um, talent. Mm -hmm. But then they were still picking mostly men. Mm -hmm. And then they realized that they could hear women's high heels when they would walk across the stage to come into the audition. So they had to put down a carpet Mm -hmm. to actually get an unbiased selection process. And Mm -hmm. then after that, it was like mostly women that they were choosing. Yeah. Well, of course, in in a vacuum, yeah, <laughs> no no gender or you, no type of person would be more qualified than anyone for else. a role yeah. for anyone else. But I mean, th- this is also like the problem that I have with obviously I'll take opportunities that are given to me and stuff. But like th- when things happen, like being placed on an all woman show without my consent or whatever, it's like no, I don't want to be butt as a woman. I yeah. don't want to be butt as an indigenous person. I want to be butt as a funny fucking comedian. Well, and people like sh- yeah, <laughs> you know, people should never be forced to self-identify as a marginalized group in order to receive opportunities if they don't want to. And unfortunately, some people don't have the option not to self-identify because it's obvious, right? Yeah. But like, you know, when you do a job application for like a city or like the government and they give you the option to self-identify as like a marginalized group. So it's like, it's always like indigenous, a minority, physical disability, Mm -hmm. LGBT, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why would you ever fill that out? I always do. You do? In case. In case. They are more likely to hire me. Yeah, that's fair. You know, and I openly refer to myself as a bot sticker. Yeah, yeah. Because even though regardless of the fact that I pass for not being a lot of things in person on paper that doesn't mean that I'm not those things you know what I mean yeah but I also because I pass have the option to opt out of not automatically be granted things like spots on comedy shows yes because of elements of my identity when I don't want to be given 
diversity spots. Diversity spots. Yeah. For me, like, I don't fill those things out. Mm -hmm. But obviously, like, it's a completely different perspective because, like, race and, like, sexuality are completely different. Mm -hmm. But I won't because if someone's, like, like, actually really stupid and doesn't realize that I'm gay, Mm -hmm. why would I want them to know? Because I think that it's a lot easier to potentially prove that someone didn't hire you because they're racist Mm -hmm. than it is to prove that someone didn't hire you because they're homophobic. That's true. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. it, It wouldn't do me any good. Mm-hmm. Because if I show up to an interview, mm-hmm. they're going to know I'm gay. Yeah, of course. And if they didn't, mm-hmm. I don't need to give them that information. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. It definitely made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I, I this is one of the first times I think that I've agreed with Rhett's Murphy. By, <laughs> Ever. Um, <laughs> Do we know, I think it's a step backwards. Do we know who the women are? Like, is it a diverse array of women or are they mostly just like white like. uh, i think it's primarily white women nice <laughs> i don't fucking care you know what i mean like no we're already it? gonna make it five women it's like and one of them's asian and one of them's black and one of them's french today <laughs> the reason the three races, <laughs> three races. <laughs> the reason i wanted to specify that yeah. it was the english debate is because mm-hmm. i legitimately don't think that there are five french canadian political moderators mm-hmm because the like women's rights shit in Quebec started way later yeah. than the rest of Canada. Not the rest of Canada, but a lot of Western-ish well, and Central Canada. As soon as you make categories like smaller and smaller too, it's kind of like the same way that, you know, in Toronto, they could probably easily have an all Indigenous comedy show, but like it was very difficult to scrape one together here. Yeah, totally. Because I'm out of town. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I, but things like that, you know, you did have an all women of color comedy show in Toronto. No problem. Yeah. It's difficult here. It is. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I guess we should talk about space crimes. (laughs) You want to talk about space crimes? (laughs) This was actually part of a, a kind of similarly like an affirmative action thing. So like there were. I guess we should talk about the news story first. Yeah, before we get into it. So Anne McLean, who is a an astronaut, <laughs> is the first person who will be tried for crimes that she or, you know, I guess called to interrogate about crimes. Like, yeah, like uh, questioned. Uh, so is the first person to be questioned about crimes that she allegedly committed while in outer space, which is so <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> so <laughs> supposedly McLean stole her estranged wife's identity from an international space station in order to meddle with her ex-wife's finances from space well you got a lot of free time up there (laughs) yeah what else are you gonna do except crime i just think that it's so funny that so there was supposed to be the first ever all-female spacewalk (laughs) so she and another female astronaut christina koch Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's how you say it k-o-c-h yeah coke coke okay christina coke I wasn't sure if it was the same as the name of the foundation. Yeah. Yeah, We're supposed to be on the first all-female spacewalk, but plane was pulled from it and they claimed it was because they didn't have two, they didn't have suits that would fit both women. 
because they're How? The, the, they're the same size in spacesuits. So now they're sending uh, a man up there. Another loss for female astronauts and lesbian astronauts. <laughs> lesbian astronaut tried for intergalactic crime. <laughs> Do you feel like this reflects poorly on lesbians? Yes. Well, it, <laughs> be, be, because she's an astronaut. <laughs> Being an astronaut's lame. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Like, it definitely is. Come on. I looked up pictures of both of them to see if either of them were hot. Her, both of the astronauts, I mean. Oh. Neither of them were hot. No. The ex-wife is pretty hot, The ex-wife though. is pretty hot. I understand yeah. why she wanted to fuck with her. <laughs> and her name is Summer. Yeah. Objectively a hot name. <laughs> I think that it's funny that she's not going to be the first female astronaut to be on an all-female spacewalk, but she is the... The first lesbian to have huge divorce eye energy in outer space. <laughs> she's got like, she's fucking with her ex-wife from outer space and she just like paints like a skull with flames on it on the side of the International <laughs> Space Station. It's like her Harley. <laughs> Midlife crisis. This is interesting though because, I mean, obviously like she would be questioned by whatever authorities in the country that the crime is technically committed because it's like an identity theft thing Mm -hmm. but what if a crime happened in space like what if an astronaut like murdered another astronaut would it be the country that they were representing because it didn't happen in that country so that was my immediate first question Mm -hmm. because i was immediately thinking no fuck international waters right like international airspace (laughs) no laws baby maritime law maritime law, outer space law they gotta invent it now Space tribes. <laughs> Brief interlude. Ev was choking. I told you to never make me laugh while I'm eating frozen pizza. It's not my fault that I'm funny. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Mm. This is my oppression. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, like what happens if like a crime happens that doesn't have implications in another country like it's not identity theft or like some sort of it's unprecedented there yeah. has to be they need to decide this this th- we th- like <laughs> most laws aren't formed until there's a precedent setting case yeah so if someone has to go to space and do murder sorry that's just how it is i'll volunteer <laughs> all my haters in space <laughs> <laughs> lesbian drama in space but god that's so of course funny. it's a fucking lesbian <laughs> of course it's a fucking lesbian that's well people are so mad right now that they're not getting their all-woman spacewalk lesbians are so annoying <laughs> <laughs> their son is really cute did you look at pictures of them no He's so stoked that his mom is an astronaut. That's There's really all these cute. pictures of him hanging out with his mom and holding her helmet while she's in oh. her suit. <laughs> it's too bad she's psycho. Too bad she's going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Convicts in space. Dude, can you picture her running on like... <laughs> running on the space treadmill just like, I fucking hate my ex-wife. <laughs> Just like angrily ch- chomping down on like dehydrated chocolate ice cream. All I'm picturing is her like trying to like throw something against the wall because she's so mad and it just floats really slowly and bounces <laughs> off. She's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> she's like calling her from space. She's not picking up. 
ground control to my ex-wife. <laughs> ground control to my ex-wife. I still love you. <laughs> oh my god. I was crying when I was reading these articles. It's so stupid. I couldn't deal with it. It's so funny that they have to send a man now. I know. It's so funny. Like, there's no other female astronauts. No. That's literally it. They're all a size medium. Relatable. God, all women's is the same. <laughs> Women be spacewalking. Just kidding. I'd be a size extra small in space suits. They don't make those. Flex. <laughs> Maybe she can be, like, the captain of the first, like, prisoner cell that they send to Mars. Oh my god. When they start exporting prisoners to outer space, they'll have someone who knows how to fucking pilot the thing. When Mars is the Australia of outer space. Yeah. Jesus Christ. She can go there. (laughs) I have no desire to go to space. I don't even like looking at outer space. (laughs) Me neither. It makes me really anxious. I hate, like, this is why men are toxic. They never shut the fuck up about space. That's true. They're like, space is so cool. It's yeah, like, yeah, lots of things are cool. Do you have any fucking pictures of lizards? No, go away. (laughs) All men like is space and deep water, both of which are objectively terrifying. Yeah. Right? And war. Ugh. No, men, men are like space, war, space, war, ocean. Yeah. Get a new bit. sick of it wars in space so fucking sick of it (laughs) (laughs) it's toxic it is every time i walk into my living room my boyfriend's talking my fucking brother about something else about star wars lore i'm like shut the fuck up it's like i get it you can do whatever you want because you're a man (laughs) (laughs) fucking uh Re- re-education camps where I just strap men down and force them to watch hours of CSS. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think about something besides yourself for once? <laughs> if you were in cr- space, would you commit a crime? I mean... Like, what crime would you commit? In space? If you could, yeah. Are, is everything a crime that's a crime on Earth a crime in outer space? Yes. So should I go with the crimes that I commit the most frequently or just one that no, I No, one would... that you couldn't be... Pro- Let's say you can't be prosecuted for something in space because there's no precedent and nothing's going to happen. Oh, I'd kill someone, purge okay. style. Okay. <laughs> if I get a 24-hour time period to commit whatever crimes I want in outer space, <laughs> some of you are on thin fucking ice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like, what else would I fuck around with? I mean, like, also, I mean, just, like, the limitations of space. It's, like, I'm not going to, like, traffic drugs in outer space because there's just no, like, infrastructure for that in orbit. What am I going to do? Export a cartel off the planet with me as well? You you couldn't beat someone up either because there's no gravity. No, it's true. You can't. Okay. That's fair. You've seen how slow people move in space. Yeah. Really slow punches. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Be like trying to punch someone underwater. Yeah. But worse, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. Definitely just good old murder. Why mess with the classic? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking I'd beat someone up, but then I realized that it wouldn't be possible. 
Yeah. So, I guess murder. <laughs> gun, has, gun to my head. quickly. <laughs> I mean, did I rob someone in space? But then I got to bring a rich person with me okay, to space. You're, you're thinking about it too much. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather rob someone than kill someone, I guess. I'm not that vindictive. God, I can't wait to see what happens (laughs) with this chick. Oh, the lesbian space criminal? I want to know what... If she's going to get in trouble. Yeah, I'm, I was thinking about, like, having to commit crimes that I, like... Lawyers are wet right now about the prospect of this crime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, if I had to commit the crimes that I, like, most frequently commit on Earth, I'd have there would have to be, like, space Walmart for me to steal from. <laughs> or I'd have to, like, fuck in a space alley. <laughs> I feel like that would, wouldn't be as fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we talk about uh, the internet? The internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet in space. Just kidding. <laughs> Cyberspace, right. if you will. If you will. Okay. Do you have a beef this week? I do have a beef. Okay. Real life beef. Mm-hmm. Not an internet one. Um. So... Ottawa Pride was this week, and the Pride Parade was today. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I didn't go, but I saw enough pictures and videos online to say that I am sick at the amount of straight people that were there. <laughs> Being woke is queer. Never talk to me again. <laughs> I well, <laughs> sorry. I saw a lot of heterosexual queer couples walking around today. And uh, last night as well, definitely. I just want to say that I don't want to hear the argument that someone in that couple could be trans or that someone in that couple could be bisexual. Because I would hope that those people would know better than to do PDA in an apparently heterosexual relationship at Pride. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And dating a trans person isn't inherently queer. (laughs) Yeah, no, your part your partner has no if you're bi or you're trans, and your, your partner still has <laughs> no place no. <laughs> pride. Sorry. <laughs> it's the it's the gay police. <laughs> I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm gatekeeping you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to Pride because my boyfriend was busy. <laughs> It just drives me crazy, dude. Like, it drives me fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's annoying. Objectively. Yeah. Okay, wave your little rainbow flag. And all those brands that have floats, and then they just put a bunch of allies on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's not even gay people promoting capitalism. It's just straight people taking advantage of gay people. Yeah. For what? capitalism. Yeah. And for what? I I was thinking about this because, I mean, the ma- large majority of my friends are not straight. And I was like, I haven't seen anything about any of my friends going to Pride. But then I was like, I guess I would never go to Pride. So. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. You know. It. <sighs> I would go to Pride just to uh, erase by people more. <laughs> 
me in my giant eraser costume. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just like, I just want the pride parade to be canceled. (laughs) No tops at pride. Just kidding. No tops and no pride. How about that? Oh, I also saw a picture of a cop at pride with his hand on his gun. I'm so tired. Wearing a rainbow pin. I'm really on tired. his bulletproof vest. <laughs> well, happy Pride, everybody! I forgot it was even Pride this weekend, which is insane because we had our Pride show last week. Yeah, but we already celebrated our Pride. Okay. Yeah. Didn't you say that you saw a straight couple wearing the T-shirts that we wore at our show? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they were old too, which was weird. Ugh. I give a little bit more leeway to old people at Pride. Yeah. Because. They're really excited about thinking that gay is okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay. But if you're like in your 20s. It's just just so weird to look at it as just something to do. I hate that people are just like, oh, it's a party. Yeah. I mean, go off, I guess. If you you want to go to Pride. I mean, like not straight people, but. Yeah, no, I'm talking about straight people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's a big party, like, well, okay. The streets were wild last night, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing, like, we were talking about earlier. It's like, okay, you're going to Pride, but, like, what are you actually doing to support yeah. queer people? Do you donate money? Do you volunteer? Like, what do you do? You see them. They're painting rainbow doing? stuff on their face. Yeah, they put a Pride sticker in their coffee shop window. Yes. That's what it means to be an ally, everybody. I have a little beef this week. I have two beefs this week. And one of them was my fault and one of them wasn't. Okay, let's get into it. So number one was I tweeted, if you're gluten-free and vegan, just skip the filling and say you have an eating disorder. You wanted to start a beef with that though, didn't you? I tweeted it. I was like, this is spicy. It's my true opinion. (laughs) But... I was like, this is spicy and people are going to come for me. And then they didn't. And this was all happening while we were recording the last episode. Last or the, week, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I can't believe no one came for me. But they all just waited a day. And <laughs> they were they, too tired to type. Oh, uh, yeah. They found. Because they were losing <laughs> Because of their iron deficiencies. <laughs> yeah. Because of the thought that nothing they can eat is calorically dense. <laughs> yeah. So they all found it the next day. And then, you know, they were like you're a clown, like, you're a loser. I was like, okay, come up with an argument. Yeah. Your whole argument is I'm a clown and a loser. Go back to clown stool. Go back to clown loser stool, whatever the fuck. (laughs) And a girlfriend and boyfriend team, like, came after me, which was really funny. Yeah. This is like, (laughs) okay, like, this, this is the equivalent of, like, sicking your mom on someone if someone bullies you at stool like i'm gonna tell my boyfriend about this just say you want a threesome <laughs> are you looking for a third <laughs> or you, I, i'm looking for a third and a fight <laughs> and i don't see a heterosexual queer couple <laughs> i was trying to start beef too this week with a tweet but it didn't take so i'm glad yours did if that's what you wanted thank you i tweeted all my hoes bisexual that was so and funny. people weren't mad. Oh, God. They kept it in. I hate it when people do what we want them to. <laughs> yeah, some, the worst tape was that, so I, like I said, if you're gluten-free or vegan, 
just dip the filling and say you have an eating disorder. And someone replied and was like, as someone who's vegan and gluten-free with two eating disorders, I was like, so we agree you have an eating disorder. And she was like, you're a sick bitch, aren't you? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you are. (laughs) But it's just because like people get so offended by my fucking tates and I'm like, Caring about animals or having medical problems that cause you to not be able to eat gluten are obviously not the only reasons why people maintain those diets. It's also a very convenient excuse to restrict your calories and restrict certain food groups. Of course. I know because that's what the fuck I was doing when I was vegan and gluten free. Everybody I know that's (laughs) vegan and gluten free has an eating disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Because objectively, if you didn't, why would you be both? Yeah. You should probably be eating animal products if you have to be gluten-free for medical reasons. Yeah. And you should be eating gluten if you're vegan, vegan. essentially. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have... I'm sorry, but a lot of people have to be gluten-free for medical reasons. You don't have to be vegan. Thank you for standing up for my rights. You're welcome. As a gluten-free person. You're welcome, Sophie. It's a protected class. Gluten-free people. Listen, I eat both and I'm still a disordered eater, but that's my business. (laughs) Listen, ladies and men, I just want to say, know your worth. You can have an eating disorder without being gluten-free and vegan. (laughs) You can eat whatever you want and still have an eating disorder. (laughs) That's what's up. That's my activism. Yo, is it time for a dumb dumb bitch of the week? week? Yeah, it's time for dumb Dumb bitch bitch of of the week. week. Yeah. Nice. I got a good one. Sweet. I don't have one this week. I had a guy try to get me involved in a check scam on Twitter, but it wasn't exciting, so. (laughs) Okay. It sounds exciting, but. (laughs) He was like, I'll pay off your credit card debt. I was like, okay. And then he's like, I just need you to cash this check for me. And I was like, wall. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Okay, I'll start with the DMs. Okay. Um, and oh, then wow. the replies. Oh, yeah, baby. There's a lot of screenshots. Oh, no. Should I start with the... Okay. So he said... This is in the DMs. Okay. I know I came out of nowhere and it seems fanboy style, but I live nowhere near you. I'm old as shit at 42 and I'm not looking for anything from you except pride in yourself and pride in your work and the knowledge that no one owes you shit if you murdered then you murdered this was about me tweeting something about killing at a show or something okay that's you that's not something anyone let you do congrats and be proud of you also did your what's in the lana friend sorry your friend is sad that's you wait what did he say (laughs) he was like i did your what's in the lana thread oh okay i don't know okay sorry your friend's sad you lol remind her that she has you around and you were able to make my night with just two lights so she has somebody amazing to buoy her up thank god i have a hot friend otherwise i would be so much sadder which is true <laughs> thank god thank god you're welcome hot rights. you're welcome sophie Then he said, hey, I wanted to clear up something. When I was tweeting about your sad friend slash partner in crime, I was trying to 
<laughs> use the expression that you are willing and able to make someone happy that you didn't know well to piss on if he was on fire. But after skimming the tweet, the expression, unless viewed by someone to willing to give the benefit of the doubt, could easily have read it as a communique from a strange, dramatically challenged fetishist. And while the two aren't mutually exclusive, I was trying to be nice and non-creepy at that particular junker. Seems as though I haven't been blocked slash demonized slash reported or attacked. It seems like you looked on the bright side of life and will grant an occasional whiskey slash marijuana pardon to late night goofballs trying to type. So thanks. And sorry about your bud and the astounding problems the sausage bags I call thumbs were encountering last night with repeated words, general gibberish, and a typo tally for the ages. But alliteration aside, you're priceless because you spread laughter and are courageous enough to do so in a published setting. You're exquisite because you've got great genes. You're impressive because you're not lazy. You could easily be letting the genes do the heavy lifting. All too many do. Thanks for understanding that I was attempting, clumsily, to be kind and for returning that kindness by not mocking me until right now on my podcast. <laughs> Rarer than you think, although Canucks are supposed to be nice. Sunglasses emoji. Oh my God. Oh, he tweeted at both of us at one point and he said, oh. you have a friend that made me happy by pressing a button. She's willing to go much further for you. Someone she'd pee on if you were on fire. I'm not discounting your pain, just reminding you of the wonder that you have linked to you. Revel in it, slasher. He wants me to talk about how good you are because he's horny for you. Yeah. That's the weirdest, like, fucking angle I've ever heard. It's so, it's so strange. It's like when someone's like, yo, your friend's really hot. Except they're like, your friend is such a good person because they're nice to you even though you're sad on the internet. <laughs> okay, he okay. He said, I got blocked and suddenly I wasn't following folks that I valued for their content and kindness. If I offended you with the license plate thing, which you liked my first fuse, so I don't think I did, but if I did, I feel terrible. I was trying to make you smile. Continued. If I overstepped or if my focus on jokes was okay, but then I called you exquisite despite your new haircut, I <laughs> creeped you out i'm sorry i don't mean to say that compliments regarding talent and affirmation you've shown weren't 100 genuine they were but if i somehow cheapen those by referring to your appearance then that's the last thing i meant in fact i wrote you a dm complimenting you on your bravery and taking your wit to a public platform and working rather than leaning on continued leaning on your heart-stopping looks to see you through this hard world I find you inspiring that you put in work rather than toast. If that costs me my abilities to exchange ideas with you in the future, it makes me sad, but I will refrain from bothering you. I can still find joy and laughter in your content, and that's enough. I'm not down here much, respect very few of the vapid masses, and though I've only been aware of you for a short period, I was thrilled that we made trade shots. Sorry if I overstepped. Truly. This man needs help. Like, can someone help him? Like, he's I know not I well. shouldn't be making fun No, of he's him. harassing you. He wrote you, like, 20 messages. I like that he took the time to say that I'm still attractive, even though I got a haircut. I like that he DM- or he replied to me to say, say that you're great. 
<laughs> and then he referenced that a bunch in the DM too. He's like, sorry, your friend's sad, but she should be really happy that she's he's your like, friend. He's like, I think it's so great that you're friends with someone who's mentally ill. <laughs> that's And that's why I do it. That's why I do it all. <laughs> What the fuck? So generous of me. Oh my to god, that exists online. Epic. There's more. I didn't even read like ten other replies. You're gonna have to show me after. It's insane. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Whew. That was hard. That was. I felt like I was dying. Should we just skip right through to tweets of the week? Yeah. All right. Why? <laughs> skip right through. I'm tired. No, I'm uh, no. That's that's it. I'm not right. reading the rest of them. It's too much. <laughs> All right. So you're gonna hate my tweet of the week. Okay. I'm, sorry. I'm ready. That's fine. It's okay. not for me. It's for the listeners. That is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me find. It's it. about poop. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So it's something that you hate less than shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. This tweet is from Buttsword at Buttsword. Okay. I threw up at Pier One Imports again. <laughs> I think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to know why. I think that's relatable. <laughs> like, how, like, why has it happened so many times? Why are you going to Pier 1 Imports? People don't know what Pier 1 Imports is. It's like a tchotchke store. Yeah, it's like home sense, but less useful. Yeah. And more expensive. <laughs> yeah, like, it's you like, can, like, why would you ever need to go there? Buy candles, and you can buy lanterns, like birdcage lanterns and, like, to Christmas put candles ornaments. in. Yeah. Pillows with sequins on on them that are like you know they're supposed to be exotic but you're not really sure which culture they're appropriating <laughs> what is the store that you've thrown up in the most I don't think I've ever thrown up in a store okay I've thrown up in restaurants is there one that you've thrown up in more than once no but I did cram like six hot dogs into my throat at Dunn's Famous and then I just Linda Blared all over the entire bathroom. <laughs> That's a memorable. I threw up all over the ground in the, the serving line in the cafeteria at like the sister campus of my, <laughs> my university residence. I threw up in the Rito Center once. In just in the in the bathroom, the public bathrooms. Yeah. I've thrown up in like every airport in Canada. Nice. I've thrown up in like the Halifax International Airport, like fucking like seven times, probably. Okay, there, there's your one. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a store. I know. Uh, I've yapped in so many places. I threw up in the alley behind a TD Bank on my hands and knees. That was a bad day. <laughs> your pretty iconic one was throwing up in a snowbank when you had to get off the bus. Oh yeah, that was recent-ish. Yeah, this was this. That was this winter. Yeah, that was iconic. That was really funny. Yeah, I've thrown up a lot in like kind of that that General, area. Yeah, trying to think, good good places I've thrown up. Nah, I don't know. Mostly like motion sicknessy type stuff. Yeah, I'm also really a puter because I'm diabetic. Yeah, 
So I'm, and I had a drinking problem. So I've just done a lot of throwing up. <laughs> I'm very neat and tidy about it. You yeah. know, I don't make it anyone else's problem. Yeah, me neither. I throw up a lot because every time that's like my body's like first thing Mm -hmm. if I get sick it's like you should throw up and I'm like oh my god (laughs) I don't get like the stomach flu no all my all the times I've thrown up it's been from drinking or low blood sugar or I get really motion sick that's a big one for me I've only ever throwing up in airports I've only ever thrown up from drinking twice okay yeah good for you yeah but I get food poisoning a lot how do you get food poisoning a lot? I've had it like four or five times. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Five. That seems now, that's a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> now I really got to think about wildly. I also am an anxiety puter. Me too. So I've thrown up in like the university parking lot a bunch of times, yeah. like before exams. Yeah. Hmm. Good places I've thrown up. The bathroom at work, obviously. But sort of, if you listen to this, can you please tell us why you were at Pier 1 Imports? <laughs> They're Canadian, obviously. Yeah, but like... But you sorry, tag yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a good question. If they work there, that totally makes that, sense. Then it makes sense. It's so funny. Maybe they just have a good bathroom. Uh, Thrown up at Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good point. All right, you got a tweet of the week? Yeah, but now I'm thinking about throwing up places. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Should I tell a gross throwing up story? Yeah. Okay. The drunkest I've ever been in my entire life. I think we probably talked about this on the podcast, but the gist of the story is I went to a Save the Sharks fundraiser for a marine biologist's birthday that I thought was a shark-themed party. So I made a t-shirt that said live every week like it's shark week, and it had all these like disembodied like limbs and eyes and stuff like floating in blood and water, and then I cut the back out like a big shark. But... Anyways, I got super fucked up. My, like, friend walked in on me having sex. It was just, like, a horrible night. Uh, And the next day, I woke up. I was so hungover. I was like, okay, I'm going to walk to the other residence dining hall. Not the one that I ate at every day. Because it's, like, really close. And I walked in and immediately smelled the worst smell I've ever smelled in my life. Like, the garbages were full of rotten fish. And it was kind of hot. And I just yapped all over the cafeteria floor and all over the shirt that I had so laboriously made. So I just walked out of the cafeteria, stripped off the homemade shirt, threw it in the gutter, and walked home in just a leather jacket. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) And I don't drink anymore. I have a tweet of the week. <laughs> and you're probably not going to like it. Nice. So we're well, even. We love maybe each other you, so much. Maybe you <laughs> will. Maybe you will. Mine is from Bernie and Bust at Fella Whomst Dave. <laughs> fella Whomst DVE. And he said, for sale, baby shoes, never worn, barefoot is legal. <laughs> No, I like, I sent that to you. I love that one. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> barefoot is legal. I love barefoot is legal content. I've been thinking about that tweet, actually. Have you? Because of, like, a barefoot is legal. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Mike got so mad at me last night because his shoes were hurting his feet yeah. after the hike. So he was driving us home for two hours without shoes on. Yeah. And he was like, why is it illegal to drive without shoes on? It's not. And I was like, I don't think it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and anyway, his barefoot is legal. <laughs> like, he's like, what? I was like, barefoot is... He was like, shut up. <laughs> what would you do if barefoot was illegal? I'd be so upset. I hate wearing shoes. I'd and commit worse, a space crime. <laughs> I hate wearing socks. You'd be barefoot in space. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know where your children are? <laughs> are they wearing shoes? <laughs> okay. That uh-huh. meme that's like, know what your kids are texting about? B-I-S or B-I-L. Barefoot is legal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. All right. I've also watched Home Without Shoes. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about my Puget story. Oh. Now I'm thinking about my no-shoe story. It's got to be safer to drive with no shoes than it is to drive in high heels. It is. Because I usually can get stuck under. Yeah. And also if it's a platform. Also if it's a platform, you can't really feel for the pedal or the yeah. brake. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, like, I can do it, but it depends on the heel. I'd rather drive in my foot. I won't foot. drive in, like, docks or something. Really? Well, because you can't feel the pedal. I guess I'm just an expert. <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. Stop it. You're so lucky to be my friend. If you took everything anything away from this week's episode, she's hitting me again. Okay, stop it. <laughs> Help. <laughs> okay, everybody. Have a good week. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Dumbish Media. Please subscribe to our Patreon for bonus episodes. Thank you. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch.